Hey, my friends, this is Tom Cotter, and you're listening to The Impactivist Show. This is a podcast that connects you with ideas, habits, and leaders who are making an impact in their community and across the globe. In this podcast, you'll be inspired by their stories and their struggles. You'll learn tips and strategies to enhance your own personal growth, your life, and become the very best version of yourself that you can be. And you'll walk away with a renewed sense of empowerment and motivation to make an impact in your world right where you are. So welcome to The Impactivist Show, where inspiration and ideas collide. Thanks for being here. Hey, y'all, it's Tom. Welcome to another episode of The Impactivist Show. I'm super, super pumped about season two. Uh, We are jumping all in on some really interesting things, some really interesting ideas. Um, And just to be honest with you, this season is going to be a little bit different than the first season. Uh, last season, we kind of were working, trying to get our production lined up, trying to make sure everything sounds just right, and that's great. We're going to keep tweaking that uh, as we go along, but also, I want to be able to share some things in the moment. Uh, it's not really live because you're hearing it delayed, but it's as close to in the moment as I can get because there are things that happen in the world around us that I want to be sure and point out and I don't want to lose some of that inspiration by the time I get back to the studio, get in and set up and all that kind of stuff and make notes and try to recreate it. I want to give it to you as it happens. And so here's what's happening today. Uh, There are two people that walk into a room, two types of people that walk into a room. One of those types of people walks in the room and says, hey, here I am, right? Uh, you've been in those situations when somebody walks into a crowd or a cocktail party or a, you know, a, a Bible study or whatever. And when that person hits the, the room, all the attention goes to them. You know what I'm talking about. Those conversations stop. You can be talking to someone and you see them looking at you, but then they start looking away like they're missing out on something. You ever had that happen? You ever been talking to somebody face-to-face, one-on-one? And as you're talking to them, you notice their eyes kind of dart away. They kind of dart off to the side like there's something going on, like they maybe they're missing out. And then you realize, oh, that person is here. That person that walks in the room and says, here I am. That person shows up. You keep talking to them and they don't want to be rude. So they're, you know, they're saying, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. And they're pretending to listen, but you know, they're not really listening. That's person A. They walk into a room, into a space, and they're like, hey, world, I'm here. The other kind of person, person B, is one that walks into the room and makes you feel like you're the most important person there. So for person B, it's not about getting attention. It's about paying attention. Like they're the person who actually listens to you. They're the person who asks engaging questions who you know seems genuinely interested in your day-to-day or your family or your struggle they're not trying to one-up you they're just they're focused on you those are two totally different kinds of people one says here i am the other one says oh there you are the truth is y'all i think some well i think most of the time we are both of those people given the circumstance we're in, right? And like in certain environments, in certain settings, we all like to be recognized and stroked and patted on the back. It feels good. And there's nothing wrong with that, but let's be honest, you can only be around those kinds of people for so long. People like that in my life have a real short shelf life. So I've had this friend for a short time, nice enough guy, he made tons of money and they had nice cars and a huge house, all of it. And our families did a lot of hanging out together for a while. 
And we did cookouts and hunting trips and dinners and days on the lake. But I'd say about 95% of the time, he was that person A kind of guy. And it, it kind of got old. I mean, right, not too big of a deal. Uh, you know, my wife and I realized he was just that kind of a guy. Until one day, we were at this cookout at his house. My family, his family, uh, one other couple, and we really had a great time. It was getting late, and my family, we all piled in the truck to head home. My 13-year-old son at the time, uh, as soon as we pulled out of the driveway, he was sitting in the back seat, and he said, Hey, Dad, that guy sure talks a lot about great, how great he is. It's, it makes me feel like nobody else really quite measures up. And y'all, my, my jaw dropped. And I'll tell you this, I'm going to be honest, that was the last time I ever took my family to hang out with his family. See, I was allowing that guy to impress my kids in a way that I didn't even realize. I was super proud of my son for recognizing that, and I realized I didn't want any of my kids to have that, that attitude on their radar as some kind of attitude or some kind of example for success. I didn't want them to look at him and go, well, he's successful. He acts this way. I need to act this way so that I'm successful too. I know that's kind of silly, but it's true. And again, there's not absolutely nothing wrong with being proud of your accomplishments, being proud of the things you've achieved. But some people have a hard time letting other people have some, some of the spotlight. You know, they really have a hard time cheering for somebody else, and that can be a problem. Think about it. And which one do you want to be around? Person A who says, here I am, or person B who says, oh, there you are. I think most of the time, we choose person B. And here's the secret, and I, I think you'd feel more fulfilled, more gratitude, more blessed, uh, more happiness by being person B. By waking up every morning and asking, okay, God, okay, world, universe, who can I serve today? Who can I encourage? Who can I inspire or help or just listen to, right? Remember, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. <clears throat> and by striving to be person B more often than person A, I believe blessings and the good things always come back to you multiplied. It's like the karma of that formula is real. You can't outgive the universe, right? You can't outgive God. So this afternoon, I was at a business lunch with some friends. We sat at the table. This place was packed, middle of lunch hour rush. And as soon as we sat down, this waiter came over to us and I was blown away. Hey y'all, it's Tom. Listen, I'm jumping in here real quick to tell you that one of the things I'm super passionate about is feeding hungry children who don't have enough to eat this weekend. It's such a big deal. My wife and I started a nonprofit charity called Backpack Friends, where we're feeding thousands of children who otherwise would be going without food while they're not at school. And it's right here in the US. We're working hard to make an impact in the lives and communities of those who need it most. And I would love for you to join us in that project. Just go to backpackfriends.com and for as little as $10 a month, you can be a hero to a hungry child. See, leadership isn't about being in charge. It's about caring for those in your charge. Go to backpackfriends.com to find out how you can be a hero to a child. Or just text the number 10 to 512-856-6580 to get started. But now, let's get back to the show. So as soon as we sat down, man, this waiter came over and he said, hey, my name's so-and-so, welcome to blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm so glad you're at my table. Welcome to table four. And he laughed. And it was so funny because we all just kind of laughed. And he said, seriously, my name is Matthew. Um, I'll be your waiter today. What well, can I get started for you, right? 
And so for the next hour and a half, man, this guy named Matthew busted his butt for us. Like it was like we were the only ones in the restaurant, you know, the only table there. And I watched him like he was juggling a probably a dozen or more tables, getting drinks, making sure the food was right. He just did an outstanding job. And at the end of our meal, we gave him a pretty huge tip, pretty substantial. And I told him before we left, I was super impressed. Man, I just said, man, I'm super impressed by your hustle, your work ethic, your, your personality. You were a delight to be around. Um, and I told him, I said, if I was a restaurant owner of another place, I would hire him away from this place in a heartbeat. And his response, he just said, oh, well, you know, thank you. I'm just kind of doing my job. You know, after all, you were table four. And he kind of laughed. That guy, Matthew, as I left the restaurant today, I'm thinking he is person B, like all the way. He didn't have control over the food. He didn't cook it. He didn't have control over the prices on the menu. I mean, you know, he's not the owner. But what he did have, what I've started calling this table four attitude, um, it's the attitude that I'm going to give you all my attention, all my resources, all my energy I'm going to give to you while you're here. I'm going to treat you like you are the most important person in this moment because you you are, right? So welcome to table four. I mean, totally person B. And it really made an impression on me today. And I can promise you, like if I want someone as a friend, as an employee, as a team member, uh, just someone in, in our impactivist tribe, and that's the guy I want next to me. That's the woman I want next to me. Is someone like that that brings out the best in me. I mean, so we've got a choice, right? We can be the person that walks in the room and says, here I am. Or we can be the person that walks in the room and says, oh, there you are. So which one are you going to be this week, man? Are you going to be here I am? Or are you going to be, oh, there you are. You get to decide. You get to, we, like we all get to choose. So if you're listening to this, I can probably guess which one you're going to be this week. I mean, I, I can probably guess because that's because who that that's who you are as our impactivist audience. Not that you're perfect. None of us are. But you guys are the kind of people that I want to be with. You are my table four kind of people. Um, so I want to encourage you to take that table four attitude, man. Get out there this week. Get out there today and, and cultivate that. Be the kind of person that shows up in a room. And instead of being, oh, here I am, be the person that says, oh, there you are. I mean, that's table four, and that's part of our tribe. Listen, thanks for listening, guys. Love you. I'll see you soon. Be safe. Hey, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this segment. If you did, will you do me a favor? Could you hit the subscribe button? Could you share this episode with someone who would be encouraged to hear it? Maybe they just need a little boost right now, and you could encourage them. Let them know you're thinking about them and that you thought they might enjoy it. The whole idea behind the Impactivist Show is to spread as much encouragement and empowerment as possible. I mean, let's face it, there's so much negativity and criticism in the world right now. Who couldn't use a little lift? So please, it would mean a lot if you could share and subscribe. Together, we can make a huge impact in the world. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great day, man. I'll see you soon. Oh my gosh, that was good.